From the Local News Live newsroom, I'm Graham Olkins with a look at your top stories this Tuesday evening. A sixth person has died in Waukesha, Wisconsin after Sunday's parade tragedy. A GoFundMe page identified the latest victim as an eight-year-old boy. This comes as prosecutors formally charged Daryl Brooks Jr. with five counts of intentional homicide for allegedly driving his SUV into the parade. At least 62 others were hurt. More charges are pending. Brooks is being held on a $5 million cash bail. If convicted, he faces a mandatory life sentence. A jury in Charlottesville, Virginia, ordered 17 white nationalist leaders and organizations to pay $26 million in damages over the violence that erupted in 2017's deadly Unite the Right rally. Tuesday's decision ends a nearly month-long civil trial. The jury deadlocked on the two most serious claims of conspiracy, but they found the white nationalists guilty on four other counts. The lawsuit was filed by nine people who suffered physical or emotional injuries during those two days of demonstrations. Among those ordered to pay up are Jason Kessler, the rally's main organizer, and Richard Spencer, who coined the term alt-right. Investigators in Florida revealed Tuesday the cause of death of Brian Laundrie. The medical examiner says Laundrie shot himself in the head in a nature preserve near Sarasota. Laundrie had been the subject of a nationwide manhunt for more than a month after his girlfriend Gabby Petito was found dead in Wyoming. President Joe Biden has ordered a record 50 million barrels of oil to be released from America's strategic reserve. It's an effort to help bring down energy costs. He said Tuesday he's acting in coordination with other major energy-consuming nations, including China, India, and the United Kingdom. The president said it will take a little time, but that Americans should see a drop in prices at the pump. Gas prices are at about 3.40 a gallon, more than 50% higher than a year ago. The president also made a stop at a Washington, D.C. food kitchen on Tuesday, along with the first lady, Vice President Kamala Harris, and the second gentleman. The four helped prep Thanksgiving meals for the needy before they leave town like millions of other Americans. Last year, the Bidens celebrated Thanksgiving at home in Delaware because of COVID-19 concerns. But this year, they're headed back to the island of Nantucket in Massachusetts, which is their family tradition. It's the second Thanksgiving of the pandemic for the U.S., and experts say we're in much better shape this year. But some cold-weather regions are reporting surges of COVID-19 cases that could get worse in the days ahead as families travel the country. Nearly 200 million Americans are fully vaccinated, but millions are still without the shots. Hospitals in upper Midwest states like Michigan and Minnesota are filled with COVID patients who are mostly unvaccinated. In the West, New Mexico, Arizona, Colorado, and Montana also rank high among case counts. Weather-wise, about two-thirds of the country will see calm weather this holiday week. Some wind gusts from Dallas to Chicago could cause some issues ahead of Thanksgiving, but the Storm Prediction Center says delays should not be major. Rain chances increase in the northwest Wednesday into Thursday, as well in the nation's midsection from the lower Great Lakes to the south-central U.S., by Friday, that system will have pushed through the east coast, bringing some strong winds behind it. Wind delays could be the primary concern for those return trips home. That's a look at what's making headlines across the U.S. Get the very latest from your local gray TV station and check out Local News Live on Facebook and Twitter.